Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 58 for Wednesday, June 20th, 2018. I had to look down at my notes for a second. I felt like episode 58 was the wrong number. It is not. It is written right here in black and white. Welcome, onesies. Half the year over already, June 20th. I know we still have like a week or two, you know, week and a half before that's technically true. But God damn, is 2018 going quick. At least it's it's feeling like it's going quick for me. All of my life is moving so fast. It is hard to... Uh, it's hard to gauge how much is left. Like sands in the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Uh, welcome, onesies. <laughs> I'll tell you guys this week about how those five things are going for me, how uh, how well it is or, or not well it is. Stay tuned to find out more. Uh, I've had the first heckle hole of the season. That's a golf tournament thing that myself and another comedian, Brendan McKeegan, end up doing. Tell you guys about that. Uh, I spent some time with Michaela. Uh we had some drunk real talk at a friend's house. It was a really fun evening. And uh, and I'll read your emails, right? I'm sure there's other things that'll come up along the way, as they always do. But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, right from the get-go, last week, as soon as the episode was over, um, I was uh, I was mixing it down, all that fun post-fucking-production shit that usually takes me at least an hour after the podcast is over. Um, as always, recording this uh, on Tuesday night, as I did last week. And then I went to a place called The Loft that has been recommended to me many times. It is uh, it is like a board game bar. I'd say like a board game cafe, but uh, they're all about, you know, the the pub food and the and the, the, the beer and the, the liquor and stuff. So um, I, I went there and it's a, it's a spot that has like two floors. And on the main floor, when you first enter, they, they boast uh, 500 different board games uh, selection for you to play. And upstairs is a thousand different board games to play. Now, when I got there, it was probably about 9.30, maybe, maybe quarter after nine. Uh, so they had already decided that they had sort of done like a last call for players upstairs. Um, and I was still able to go upstairs, uh, you know, to pick a game. Because I guess some games go for a few hours and, and because it wasn't crazy busy on a Tuesday night, they decided that, uh, you know, let's, let's shut down the upstairs, move the staff, you know, downstairs. Right. I mean, why, why have so many staff if, if there really isn't enough space for it? So, uh, I got a chance to go upstairs and grab a game from, uh, from their selection there. But, uh, but the upstairs, I gotta tell you a lot nicer than the downstairs, both places, gorgeous, just in terms of space, it was more like tight quarters downstairs, you know, small little pub tables, um, versus like nice big glass tables upstairs. So if you wanted to get something that, you know, has a big board or opens up or whatever, like we were three people, uh, I was there with, uh, with my mom and one of her coworkers, we had a great time. Um, but yeah, they're just for the games that we were playing, uh, regular small pub tables were, were not quite, uh, not quite enough for it. Um, but interesting spot. It's, uh, they've also on the main floor, they have like uh, retro gaming consoles. You know what I mean? They got like Nintendo 64s and stuff like that. So you can play, you know, you go into this place and you can play, you know, video games, you can play board games. It's definitely a cool little, uh, you know, theme that they got. I don't want to say theme, but what is it? Gimmick? You know, that here's the thing though. Nobody told me this when I walked in, I didn't know this going in because no one had recommended it to me. I had a lot of people recommend it to me, but no one who recommended it to me told me about this. And nobody told me when I walked in, but apparently my mom and her coworker were told, I didn't find this out until I'd been there for like an hour, but there was like a, I think it was either a six or $8 cover charge, you know? And, the, and I, so when they told me that they were like, you know, when we got here, they told us, you know, it was, it was, let's just say for, for conversation purposes, six bucks, you know, they told us it was six bucks to, to come in. So, you know, they, you know, that's what they charge. And, and, you know, we didn't know. And I go, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know either. Um, cause they went on my recommendation, but, uh, 
I thought I'd gotten away with paying because when I walked in, like nobody was like, Hey, it's not like a bar where you pay your cover on the way in. Right. But I thought maybe it was, I thought maybe I, uh, you know, I didn't pay my way in or something. So I'm like, Hey, Hey, I just saved six bucks, but they put it on your bill. So <laughs> didn't get away with anything, but uh, just a heads up. I would definitely say, check it out because if you're interested in, you know, I've had people recommend this to me. If you're interested in buying games, uh, they've got them there. So it gives you a chance to play them first. Um, a lot of people were there, you know, seemingly on like a date night or something like that. It was, it was funny. Cause I was almost like, fuck, I'd love to go there someday with just some little <laughs> homemade sign. That's like, if you need an extra player, me, and then I'll just do work in the meantime, hoping that maybe someone will be like, hey, maybe he's a board game savant or something silly. Just the idea that like, you know, if people need an extra player. Sometimes people are like, oh, let's play this game. Oh, it's minimum four players. I'm like, oh, I'm right here. Hey, I'll play games with you guys. I'm getting sad as I age. Um, <laughs> it's just like, I'm willing to go sit like an old man in a food court. Like, you know, if somebody says hello to me, I'm going to rope them into a 20 minute conversation. So, uh, I don't know. I, I had a good time. It was very cool. I definitely like to go back there. So anyone listening, you know, if they're like, yeah, let's go have a night and have some, you know, some, I mean, I, we do that here at the house. So I'm, I, for me, it was more like, all right, well, if I can't get my roommates to play something a little more complicated than Catan or geez, you guys should see the games that Jason plays. They're fucking they're not childish. They're just simple to like no end. Like the, 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 the difficulty level is ridiculously low. But then again, Jason's a guy who likes to play fucking darts. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. A very boring old man, golf and darts. Golf's great. I love golf in the sense of being outside and drinking, but I hate playing the game. So like two out of three is not bad. You know what I mean? I'll go out, I'll stand in the sun, I'll drink, but I... And I'll even, you know, I'll even, I'll even swing the club at the fucking ball. I might connect, but I don't care if I do or not. Cause uh, I have more, more fun being outside and drinking and running my mouth and <laughs> all those other things. But we'll get to that. We'll get to the heckle hole stuff in a minute. Just had a reminder this week. So anyways, I, I did that on Tuesday night. I'm, I'm actually having a really tough time. So let's, let's talk about my five things then. Cause this will, this will play into that. Um, you know, my, my list of five things that my everyday non-negotiables, which seems, uh, seems like, I'm, like for me, the master negotiator, cause it seems like if something is non-negotiable, I'm still capable of negotiating. Um, and that's not to say that I'm, I'm actually making ex well, maybe I am making excuses, but not during the process of looking at it. So here's the thing I, I have, um, I've missed a lot of the stuff that, uh, I've been meaning to do, um, I'm posting on the social media. Like, here's the thing. Like I'm hitting some of the things every day, which is good. Um, the, the one that's, that was most embarrassing seems to be the one that I am the most absolutely, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, not committed, consistent is, uh, I'm still brushing my teeth uh, twice a day, which sounds again, first time listener. Um, uh, I'm not going to justify it. Go back and listen to previous episodes. You'll see what it is. I don't, I did not brush my teeth before. I just didn't do it twice a day. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing them the best at that. I'm actually consistent. That's the one that I seem to be doing every single day. Um, the reading part, I haven't, um, not like I'm sitting down trying hard and, you know, sound it out. I'm not having difficulties reading. I'm just, uh, I had a few things that, uh, that I, that I, you know, it was just a, a bit of a rough week, a few stresses and things like that. And, uh, and by the time I got some shit done, it was, it was late. You know what? It is excuses, guys. I did try to do it a few times and I just passed out. A few times I, I was so late getting to bed that, you know, I, I, I had, I couldn't force myself to do it because I, I desperately needed the sleep that I could get. So, um, I'm still working on it. Um, I really am. Um, I've hit everything on my list so far today. It being, you know, approximately quarter to nine on Tuesday, I have hit everything on my list. 
um, today. Shy of just brushing my teeth before bed. So I'm, I'm very pleased that, that, you know, trying to turn the ship around the last 10 days and see if I can just do the home stretch, right? Isn't can't, can't go back and change the past, but do my best to move forward. Um, but, uh, but one of the things on that list was to make notes every day of the one man podcast. And I hadn't created the sheet. And so like the first half of last week, I actually had, I filled in all the notes today. So not once this last week did I get the the notes filled in. So there may have been more uh, interesting things that I could have told you about last week. None, uh, not a whole lot of them came to mind except for the weekend stuff, but I, I feel like that's the, the best, uh, best stuff to tell you anyways. So just in terms of the update on the five things really, really fallen off hard. And I was, I was good and strong at first. Turns out having little fucking cards and shit everywhere in my face is still not good enough. Um, but I'm going to do a strong push in a month. I hope to have uh, better results for you. I hope to report next episode that, you know, I've, I've knocked every single one of them out of the park every single day, you know, and then just, and keep them going. I'm not getting rid of these once July hits. I'll just have a new five and, and keep incorporating these in trying to make this shit stick. But, uh, anyways, in terms of last week, <clears throat> excuse me, lots of Uber engine today, lots of little, just little getting shit done's last week that I can't really think of, to be honest with you, which sort of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, I did renew a bunch of like my web products and stuff like that. I remember doing that. That was boring. And that was also a giant headache and shit like that. But, um, yeah, not knowing how web stuff works can be, can be costly, but long story short is I got, I got on my web stuff renewed. Um, so one man podcast is back in business in terms of the URL and, and the email and all that stuff. It wasn't, it was never really down, but it was in danger of going down for a couple of days. All my, uh, you know, the podcast where it hosts, it's a once a year thing. So that, that got renewed. That's the, that's the thing with having like a lot of like, uh, internet stuff, you know? hostings and, and subscriptions and this and that. Cause I got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that requires, right? Like you guys are super, super. I mean, I really appreciate all the generosity. A lot of people have, have donated to the off Um, that's the thing that just comes out every month. You know, I've got a, a for all the little Photoshop stuff that I do. I have like a, rather than buying the software, I have like a monthly subscription to it. So, um, I do find that cheaper than, than buying it. Cause a, a Photoshop suite can be very, very expensive. Anyways, yak, yak, yak. The point is, is that like, there's a lot of stuff and, and the annual stuff like GoDaddy and, uh, and the podcast, whatever, they've all lined up now into one month. So it's been like every day you start to get ahead financially. And then you, you look at your account, you're like, what the fuck is this $200 charge? Like, oh, all my web shit next day. What's this 150? Oh, the fucking podcast hosting the next day. What the fuck is that? Oh, all my online fucking Photoshop and Alphonic and all that. So anyways, anyways, not trying to have a sob story, just. I gotta, I gotta, that's one of the things I'll have to do is I'll have to make myself like, um, maybe just a calendar that tells me for all the stuff that's not monthly, right. Is just annually and go, okay, all right, get ready. Bend over this month. You might want to stick some Vaseline around you crack buddy. Cause they're going to stick it in your ass this month. Uh, big old bank dick. Anyways. Um, I think last Thursday, actually it was funny. Jason was dicking around the house. We're, we're getting ready for something that I'll tell you guys about later on in the show, but, uh, we've been doing a lot of work outside in the back porch and stuff like that. Um, primarily Jason and Kamar has been giving him a big hand with it, but we're getting all sorts of little things done, uh, in preparation for this. And I remember Jay just came in and he's like, all right, you want to play a board? And he never wants to play board games. I usually have to bug him and be like, all right, let's fucking let's have a drink and play something. But he was like, all right, let's go have a drink, play something. So we ended up playing, uh, playing some board games. Um, at the house. I'm telling you, I sound like a fucking nerd, but 
I, every single person that we have played with ends up being like, Hey, you guys want to play a game or something? Like, it's a lot of fucking fun. I'm even seeing it in like, uh, like people's dating profiles and stuff like that are saying like, Oh, I'm really big into board games, you know? And obviously I'm uh, women, not, not men, not to say, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of fucking nerdy dudes on, on dating apps. All right. But those aren't the ones whose profiles I'm reading or is it? Um, anyways, yeah, it's cool. So you see these, like these cute chicks, like I'm into board games. I'm still, I'm still not even in a position where I can, you know, message anybody or anything like that. Just not interested in it, but still trying to love myself, but I do find it fascinating. Like, I don't know. I fucking hate me. I, I, I wasn't ready to talk about this yet. There's nothing, nothing secret or anything like that. I'm just like, I'm just so not interested in, in fucking dating. You know what I mean? I'm not interested in fucking either, to be honest with you, like my, my hormones are, but I'm just not interested in fucking meeting somebody new and, and all that shit. Right. A lot of my listeners, a lot of you are in, are in relationships. Eh, they might not be the happiest or healthiest, but you guys are in relationships. You're not, you're not doing that fucking thing or you got to try to find somebody or maybe, you know, maybe some of you are, maybe I'm, 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 I'm not thinking about it, but I know that all the people whom I can name who listen to the podcast, I know that, that you guys, a lot of you are, are in relationships and good on you. Good on you. Cause it's, it's weird being on here. You know what? It's, it's, there's no great place to be. <laughs> the relationships can be a fucking nightmare too, but, oh God, I'm all over the place rambling about this point being is I, I, uh, did make myself a dating app profile. It's only because here's, here's the way I look at it. Okay. I feel like, and I, I may have said this already and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I feel like that mad scientist, right? Like I'm working on the formula and I'm, I'm determined I'm going to find it, but I feel like I got to get into the lab and blow myself up and set myself on fire and electrocute myself you know, and fail a whole bunch before I get the formula right. So I feel like I got to get back out in the dating world and I got to start making mistakes. Well, not making mistakes. I don't mean like, you know, treating people shitty or, or doing things I know are not right. But I mean, like, just, I gotta, I gotta go out and have some bad dates. You know, I've been, I've been telling my friend, uh, you know, a couple of years back, I told my friend Dave who, uh, you know, the, the guy's lost a fucking ton of weight and all that stuff. My buddy, even my buddy Dave's in a fucking relationship now, you know, which is great. I'm happy for him. Um, but I, well, here's, I got to give this for context. A lot of people think when you tell you, we say your friend's gay, it's like, why is that important? Well, it's important to the story in terms of, of just statistics and, and numbers. So in terms of like Dave being gay, it's obviously he's got a lot less fish in the sea. It's still plenty of fish, but lots of, lots less fish in the sea, you know? And he was telling me like, it's really hard to meet people in the gay community at times and stuff like that. Where the fuck was I going with this? Dave was doing good. Oh, I told Dave that I'm like, yeah, it's, it's hard. And then there's less people, but you still got to get out there and just start. Like, I remember when he was dating at first, like he was, he was having to use some of the, the apps or whatever. And, uh, and he was saying like, I want a relationship. So a lot of the, the, the apps in the gay community are for hookups, you know? And, uh, he said that, uh, you know, I don't want these kind of things. I'm like, ah, well don't, don't do the hookup ones, but maybe the ones that are like, he, he was, he was going through a lot of, um, uh, meeting people and getting disappointed. You know, but I was, I was saying the same thing to him. I'm like, ah, man, you know, you, you, nobody's just going to fucking find the right person first time out of the gate, right? You got to go out there and you got to fucking, you got to wade through the shitty ones. You got to get them out of the way. So every time you get about, I'm like, cool. You just got another one out of the way. You're, you're one more closer to the right one. So I'm super happy for him now. Um, 
Uh, I, I know I'm gonna meet his. I know I'm gonna meet his boyfriend sometime soon. It's gonna be great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, I gotta yeah. Sorry, I'm just remembering. I'm trying to make a list for this event that I keep talking about. That I keep alluding to. Um, but yeah. Um, so I'm. That's where I'm at. Is I I need to uh, I need to go out there and start start wading through the ones. And of course I'm I'm all over the fucking place. Like I'm like a mess. I'm okay doing my thing. You guys know what's going on with me and all the, the betterment stuff. Right. But at the same time, like, I don't even know what I'm bringing to the table. You know what I mean? So it's, it's tough. So all I'm doing right now, like some little fucking, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it is I'm kind of like that kid who just moved into the neighborhood and I'm, I'm standing, you know, across the street from the park and I'm just looking in at the other kids playing going like, man, I sure like to play with them. That's me downloading these apps and just sort of peeking through them. You know, I, I have no idea what I'm doing and I have no intention. I'm not interested at all. You know, everyone's got to sort of bullshit and I'm really, I'm, I really feel like I'm beyond that. To be honest with you, I think that's kind of why I was like, I was interested in, in, going to the board game place. And maybe, like I said, I don't know if I said that I, I actually, for the first time in a long time, um, got maybe four minutes in and then just, just was like, Oh, this is, this is awful. I gotta, I gotta restart this. Uh, started picking something off the mic. There was like a piece of fluff in it. All it was just scratchy sounds in our ears. But, uh, yeah, the thing about just, just, just wanting to go there and maybe join other people on teams and stuff like that in case somebody needs an extra person for a board game or something like that. I think just, I'd rather, I really do want to meet people organically you know what I mean? Because the idea that I'm like doing this fucking job interview type bullshit on dating apps, like here's what's good about me. Everybody sounds the same, just like a job interview. You know what I mean? I am. I'm always up for an adventure. You know, um, if you don't have your shit together, don't message me. I'm like, well, you, none of us have our shit together. It's fucking broken. This is for broken people. Do you know what I mean? We're all fucking 30 well, not all of us, but you know, the ones who are just like 22 and, and attractive and like, look at me, if, if all of your pictures are 30% your cleavage, right? Just barely any of your face in it. And then it's just your tits. Like you're broken too. You don't know what the fuck you want attention, obviously, but this is like, we're, we're broken people. Let's not act like everybody on this fucking dating app. Isn't somebody who's, who's got some issue, you know, and I'm not saying they're crazy or they're fucked up or anything. I'm just saying that like. Look, we all made it this far and we still haven't made it work in a relationship. All right. Now we're trying to do it the fucking simple, easy way, which is just go on a dating app and swipe, swipe, swipe. That's bullshit. You know what I mean? So don't, don't let anybody act like you got your fucking shit together. Oh, you got to get your shit together before you mess with me. Fuck you. How about that? My shit's together enough to know that my shit's not together and my shit's together enough to know that your shit's not together. You know? So let's go out and fucking set ourselves on fire together. Maybe we'll stay we'll, we'll get one step closer to the right person. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like a fucking pound for shitty adults. You go in the main society and you look at pictures of animals, right? People, I think I'm more inclined to read the profile of an animal and go, oh, what kind of, what happened to him? What's his backstory? You know, oh, he likes being scratched behind the ears. So you're a good boy, right? But the fucking, oh, I'm into adventures anytime, but also up for watching Netflix. Um, go to the gym regularly, very active and outdoorsy. What Everybody's the same. You know, would you believe for a second if I put that shit on there? It's not true, obviously. I don't know. I, I, shitting on it. I'm fired up and I don't give a fuck. It's not fun 
trying to date again. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm getting older and I've got a lot of love to give and I'm just looking for a partner, someone that I can love and respect, you know, make a commitment to be an equal partner with, you know, um, I still have lots of love in my heart for that lady I was dating. You know what I mean? But, uh, Everybody gets to, to a point, you know, and, and Crystal and I, like we, we were, we've been hanging up, but we've had some conversations where we're just like, look, we both recognize the fact there's still feelings there. And, and it's just right now it's, uh, it's too hard. And like I said, it's too hard for me. You know what I mean? I, I can't speak for, for her position. Um, and, and I mean that in the sense that it's not my place to, to say what's going on. All I can say is that for me, it's really hard to be around someone that I have very strong feelings for, um, that I, that I care about. And, um, you know, and then still trying to, to move forward because my, my whole position would be like, well, if we can't be together, you know, I, again, not my place to say, all I know is we got along good as friends, you know what I mean? But everything I was reading, you know what I mean? Is like, you know, um, just because I knew there was feelings there. Like I, I would we'd be spending time together and I know I was feeling stuff. It's hard that you can't be with somebody that you care about for that long and then just not give a shit about them and, and not have feelings. Again, we've got like 20 years of hit. We've got fuck how many, we've got like over 20 years of history. So I was reading these things online that are like, you know, um, you know, I just Google, you know, like, can you be friends with your ex? You start reading all these articles and, and basically just gets to ask these questions. Like, you know, are you friends with them? Because you're hoping one day you might get back together. Are you, you know, what is it that you want from the friendship? Like, would you be happy um, if they got in a relationship with someone else? Like there's a bunch of other things too. But the idea is that like, if you still have feelings for that person, like all these things are like, if, if you, any, if you're saying yes to any of these things or sorry, not yes, but you know, if you, if you wouldn't be happy to see them with someone else, if you, you know, if in the back of your mind, you're entertaining a thought that, you know, by being friends, you might get back together like all that shit, then it's not, not good to do that. So, and I know that in some of those aspects, that's definitely the case for me. So, you know, um, I, I feel like it's, I need to close that chapter, you know? Um, but it's hard. It's hard. This is shit I've talked about a bunch of times before. And, I'm, and if anyone's going through that shit, like, I'm sorry that, that you're, you're dealing with it too. Um, for all you guys in happy relationships, having kids, all that fun shit. Fuck you. No, uh, <laughs> I'm happy for you guys. I am. I, I, I love every, each and every one of you listening. And I'm, I'm like I said, if you're, if you're good and you're happy and all that stuff, I'm, I'm happy for you. I really truly am. And, uh, and more power to you. You know what I mean? Like you said, you, you've, you've blown yourself up and you've set yourself on fire enough times. I just think I spent a lot of time, um, not doing that. And, uh, yeah, we're, I'm a late bloomer. All right. We all know that I, I've been, uh, all my friends know I'm always the last one to figure shit out. And I, and I like the idea that I'm spending the time, you know, doing that. It's, it's taken a while. I'll probably figure it out on my deathbed, which should be in about the next five years. Uh, unless we start this goddamn fucking, you know, start making some progress with all this, uh, health and shit. Anyways, I don't know how the hell I got so far off base. All I know is that then I'm, I'm on the fucking humane society of fucking adults here looking at all these people who are broken, pretending that they're not broken, you know, telling me to get my shit together. Who the fuck are you? Um, anyways, so I don't know how the fuck that I got to that. I really don't. I think I was talking, oh yeah, I was talking about how Jason and I were playing board games. That's a fucking stretch, eh? We went for a bit of a jog <laughs> before we got back home, right? Um, <laughs> I, 
I was trying to say how like I, you know, you're seeing people, you know, a lot of people are, are saying they're playing board games now. Like I said, even in dating profiles, you know. Um, but anyways, uh, we did that. I uh, on Friday, uh, Michaela had a uh, had a play, and I was thrilled that she invited me. I uh, I made it down to that. I can say with no bias at all. She was the best one in the entire play. There was two, two kids who actually did a good job. One was like the, the narrator. She was like a little fairy. She'd come out and and tell the story or whatever, uh, you know, setting up each, she basically, while they were changing sets in the back, she's up doing a monologue in the front of everybody in front of the curtain. She was great. The only thing was that she, she was okay. So there's no, Michaela told me afterwards, apparently there's three mics on stage. Their sound guy fucking sucks. But, uh, the, the first one she was loud here's the thing you couldn't hear any of the kids you barely barely hear them um but uh the first girl little narrator you know fairy chick she came out and she was loud um and she had like her little jumps and her little waves of the wand like she had the good acting here's the problem she was talking way too fast and obviously they're kids all right i'm not gonna fucking write uh write in the school paper and give them all fucking thumbs downs but she she was great except for the fact she talked way too fast. It probably had to do with nerves, but it was so fast. It was incomprehensible. You know what I mean? So she'd be like, blah, 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 and boom. And like she'd jump and whatever, like, but you can't hear what she was saying loud, but totally unclear. Um, Michaela did great because she was loud, um, in character and great mannerisms and everything like that. And you could understand her. She was, she wasn't so nervous that she was talking so fast. She was great. Other people were loud. But like, no, like they were just saying, what? That's not true. Why do you say that? Like, you know what I mean? Like they, you can understand that they're loud, but there was like, there was no, nothing to it. Again, they're kids. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying I was particularly proud of Michaela because she fucking nailed everything. You know, some of them were like delivering their lines, but like one arm across their chest, holding their other arm by the fucking tricep and just swaying back and forth in their lines. Clearly not in character at all. All right. You want to fucking make it in Hollywood, kid? You got to fucking tighten that shit up. All right. Drop your fucking arm. Get into character. Focus. Be a professional. Um. So anyways, uh, she did great. She did great at her thing. Uh, and then I went, uh, I went and I ran a couple errands and I picked her up. Early afternoon, and then the her, the, the, the her, the two of us, her and I, had a great afternoon evening together. We uh, we came back, we played some video games, we played some VR. She's she loves the the PlayStation VR. In fact, I only ever get to play it when she's around because she's she's wicked into it. But we had a great time playing the PlayStation VR. Um, played some games called Little Nightmares. Uh, I've I'd already finished it. I told you guys about that, but uh, but she loved it. We played the entire thing through. Um, we played a game called werewolves within, um, which is, there's a, there's a board game called werewolf. It's basically the same thing. Um, just less rounds. And the idea is that you're sitting in VR, you're playing online with other players. So everyone's got an avatar there. You were in the helmet and, uh, and one or two of you in the group is a, is a werewolf and you're trying to ask questions. Everyone has a role. So it's a deception game. People are lying and trying to say that they're this or that, but everyone has like a little skill or something that can sort of give away a piece of information. So the idea is that everyone communicates and pleads their case and whatever. And then everyone votes at the end for who they think is the werewolf. You know, and it's the idea is like, you know, did the werewolf trick everybody or did the villagers find the werewolf and kill him? So, um, great game, a lot of fun. Mickey absolutely loved it. 
I absolutely love that game. Um, she was having fun. She was talking shit with some of the people, but never swearing. She's got great energy. Uh, we had, uh, we had pizza. We, uh, what else did we do? We did other shit too. Oh, she watched us. She's a huge, she loves her Hello Kitty. We watched the toys that made us Hello Kitty episode, uh, together. We went out to all oh, this and this is brutal. This is brutal. When at food basics, they have pints of the Nestle ice cream. They had pints for 99 cents. Fuck. You know, like I can hold up, you know, you take a dollar off Haagen-Dazs and I can fucking stick to my goddamn convictions, but you, you give away Rolo ice cream or Smarties ice cream, Oreo ice cream with fucking all that goodness in it, you know, and you slap a 99 cent fucking price tag on it. And you know what? I'm going to die. That's it. I'm going to be dead. That's, that's, I can't fight that much back. You know what I mean? Anyways. So we got, I got her an ice cream. I got one for her brother for when she saw him the next day. And I got, uh, I got one for myself and, uh, and I'm not proud to say that I crushed that thing once a day. Mix crushed hers, but it took her three different, three different sessions throughout the course of the day. So, uh, yeah, we played, we played games. We, we, we chatted, we hung out, had a good time. Um, what a great day. Magical, magical day we had together. Um, and I dropped her off at her dad's late night. Um, what else? Saturday heckle hole. Hello. First one of the season guys, a heckle hole. I believe I explained it before, but I will do it again for any first time listeners or anyone who just uh, doesn't remember a heckle hole is when myself and a fellow comedian, Brendan McKeegan, Brecken, Brendan McKeegan, uh, we go out to a golf tournament. All right. It's usually for charity or something, but it's usually just, uh, you know, it's always a golf tournament. And our job as a, the theme is that on the particular hole that they put us on, uh, Brendan and I heckle the shit out of the golfers. We tease what you're wearing. We never tease, um, we never tease like weight or anything like that. Just for the record, we're not vicious. Uh, it's very good natured, but we, we rip on the, the people. We let them know what's happening at this hole. We let them know that everyone's going to get fucked with. Um, you know, we, we get, they all get free tickets for absolute comedy for being sports. So they, they get something just for showing up the hole, but we fuck with them. We mess with their shots and, and every golf tournament that we've been at, they absolutely love it. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the particular one that we went to though, was for a, uh, is for the Renfrew hospice. And this is for like a, like a small town golf club, right. For like, and the people who hired us there were the, was the bar that we did way back in the fall. Uh, we did that show there in Renfrew and they, uh, they loved it. They, and they, they thought of this idea for the, the heckle hole. They, they'd heard me mention it and, uh, and said, Hey, well, let's do it. So Brandon and I wanted to do it. The only thing is when you're, when you're fucking with small town people, uh, they're used to getting fucked with all the time. So you gotta, you gotta really pull up the stops if you want to get one over on them. Um, Brandon and I were having a great time. Uh, we, uh, oh geez. I'm trying to think. I remember before I left. I wanted to wear sandals. I'm like, I'm not golfing. I don't have to wear fucking golf shoes. I just want to fucking sit in the sun, have my drinks, mouth off at strangers, have a good time. You know? So Brendan and I, uh, we we're waiting. There wasn't as many teams as we anticipated. So it wasn't like constant flow through some of the bigger tournaments that we do in Ottawa for, for big things like real estate or, or, uh, I think we did one for, for Greco fitness. Um, those ones we got like, team after team coming through. So we're, we're busy running our mouths all day. We had breaks where Brent and I were sitting there for like 30 minutes by ourselves, just shooting the shit, drinking, you know what I mean? basically getting paid to sit in the sun and get drunk. Outstanding. So the team started coming through and I noticed all of them are like in flip flops. 
These guys are like in flip-flops, you know, cut-off jean shorts. They don't give a fuck about their attire. Obviously, the club doesn't give a roll. There was like piles of sand in the middle of areas. We were driving past old, like, burnt-out trucks. The course was decent um, and and well-manicured, but it was just so funny that, like, normally you'll drive past, like, a, like a little pond slash fountain, you know, or nice gardens and stuff like that. This was like, oh, uh, drive past the rusted-out truck. You're going to turn left at the first dirt pile. Like, it was it was hilarious. Um, they were drunk coming through. One guy was trying to give us pot brownies. <laughs> um, they were team 420. Like it was, it was hilarious. But like I said, it, it takes a lot more to, to knock down, you know, small town hickory dues than it is to like for, you know, for Brendan and I to shit on some CEO of a company. You know what I mean? Like those guys fall a lot harder when we fuck with them. So all in all, we had a good day. We got back to the clubhouse and there was, uh, you know, they had, uh, let's put it this way. We're used to like, you know, oh, we're having prime rib and da, da, da. The, uh, the meal at the, um, at the clubhouse afterwards was, uh, I think hamburgers, hamburgers and potato salad. It was still good, but, uh, just had a fun time. Started fucking with everybody. Everyone was drunk afterwards. Um, but we had dinner with them and then, uh, you know, and then we headed back to, uh, headed back to town. Um, I gave, uh, gave all the, the roomies a call there and everyone was over at, uh, Noreen's Jason's lovely girlfriend. And, um, and they invited me over for, uh, for steaks and drinks. And I was like, hell yeah, I got, uh, I got no plans. I was supposed to go to my brother's house for board games, but everybody canceled. Everyone was sick or not feeling good or whatever it was. So they canceled and I was like, all right, well, yeah, I'll come have steaks and, and drinks. Why not? So, uh, we went to, uh, went to, uh, Noreen's place. She's a lovely backyard. She just bought her house like two years ago, but she has a lovely backyard. Uh, she's done a shitload of work on it. You know, they, Jason and, uh, and Colin, his buddy, uh, and my buddy too, fellow comic, uh, helped her build a deck and build a shed and all sorts of stuff like that. Like that backyard is absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So, um, we were there, we had steaks, we had drinks and everybody was just sort of shooting the shit or whatever. And then I think like, as the night went on and it got dark, um, I guess, and the alcohol was kicking in, everybody just started, I think, I can't remember where it started from, but we just, uh, we were having a conversation about one thing. And then I think I just put Jason on the spot. I'm like, so what's the deal with blah, 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 you know, well, we're all talking. I'm like, you're asking me a personal question, you know, or you asked, you know, so-and-so a personal question. Well, what about you? Like, what, like, like, let's, let's open up, you know? And so we, you know, we asked him a question and he answered honestly. And then I was like, okay, what about, I think then Jason turned it back on me and I was like, all right. And I answered, honestly, we got deep into stuff. I asked Noreen something, you know, we got deep into stuff. We asked Simon something, got deep in it. And it was, it was kind of cool because um, as much as everybody here at the house, like rips on each other, it's definitely not an environment where you would just be like, oh, here's, here's some shit that hurts and why I do it. But it was kind of cool. Maybe it's cause we were out of the house. We we're in a different environment, nice place. Everyone was, you know, in a good mood or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is that we all started talking about stuff that, you know, shit that bothers us and who we are and, you know, why we're, why we think we're the way we are and, and what's important. It was great. I called it, uh, in my notes here, I called it drunk real talk. <laughs> but it was good. And, uh, I, I, I wasn't drunk. I'd been drinking, but I wasn't drunk. All I know is that I was enough. I'd had enough to drink that I felt, uh, confident, you know, what I was saying. I didn't feel, you know, like, it's not like one of those conversations where everyone gets drunk and they're like, man, you know, my dad hurt me. like not, nothing like that. But it was just kind of like, I think the fact that, um, everybody was getting a turn at it too, made everybody feel, you know, people who were maybe less inclined to open up just watched other people straight out, lay it on the table and no one got hurt from it. You know, it's not like someone 
was vulnerable and then you shit on them for it. So it was good. It was really cool. Especially with like, you know, Jay to, to, to be vulnerable and, and, uh, you know, and, and be honest, uh, cause we're friends, but we fight all the time. And I feel like we don't know a lot about each other at times, but it was kind of cool. Anyways, that's lame, but whatever. Um, we were there till like three o'clock in the morning, uh, and we had music on everything like that, but the neighbors are cool as shit and we weren't blaring it. Um, so I slept in on Sunday. How about that shit? Sunday, father's day. Happy, uh, happy father's day. I, I guess I didn't say that at the top. I wasn't thinking of happy father's day to all the fathers. Happy, uh, father's day to all the stepfathers, um, out there, the unsung heroes. Um, I went for a, uh, went for a walk with my dog. I slept in and, and the sun was nice and I got a little bit of a fire lit under me to want to, you know, just get a little exercise in. So I, uh, what the fuck did I do? I, I went over to my parents' house and I got my dog and I didn't know what to do with Sunday. Sunday was hot and humid as fuck. So I brought water for him, but we, we went for a, a good long walk. Poor little guy was fucking beat afterwards. Absolutely bushed. But it was a, it was a good day. I had a good, good walk with him. I took my mom for, uh, for a few little, uh, you know, Sunday afternoon errands as I'm known to do. And then we went to have dinner at, uh, at a restaurant, little vegetarian restaurant. So I had a nice meal with my, my mom, who was my only parent growing up. So it was kind of, kind of fitting that father's day. I was with my mom because my mom was my mom and my dad, you know, <laughs> It's just a stupid joke. I'm like, you know what I mean? She was my mom and my dad, so she fucked herself, you know? Uh, that's stupid. That's stupid. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good, uh, it was a good uh, day. I had a good day. Nothing like eventful. I'm actually enjoying like less and less in a day as I get older. I'd love to just wake up, sit in a chair all day, read, nap when I want. I do that now. <laughs> I do that now. Ah. Uh, I'm so glad I quit those jobs. Can I tell you guys, I, I may not have my shit together, but I'm, I'm much more happy and content. I feel a lot less stressed. Now there's the personal pressure of actually making something of myself that's starting to build up a little bit. You know, I'm starting to feel a little bit of a, a stir craziness. So, you know, I think that's whatever, whatever. We'll talk about that another time. As, as time goes on, eventually I have to p- fucking put up some results, either health or happiness or career or find something, something's got to, we got to start posting some results. Cause, uh, you know, we're having a, we're having a bad couple of quarters here in 2018, but, um, I watched a movie called lady bird on Sunday night. Um, I got back and I was just sort of, wasn't quite ready for bed. And I don't really give myself permission to watch movies very often, but I, I had a good day of, of, of eating. Well, I just actually tonight finished my last, uh, my last chicken and, uh, broccoli, sweet potato sort of medley that I'd prepped uh, a couple weekends ago. So I was doing good. I ate good that day. I went for a good walk, had a vegetarian meal for dinner. was feeling good. So I gave myself permission to just sit and watch a movie. That's something I, I have a really hard time doing. I'll put shit on either while I'm falling asleep or, uh, or while I'm doing work, which even, like I said, I, I'm, I'm more inclined to listen to podcasts while I'm working than, uh, than, than movies or shows. Cause at least I don't have to look at those. They don't uh, require me to stop what I'm doing. Jesus, getting tired. I had a good one today too. I'll tell you about that in a sec. But uh, whatever. Long story short, uh, I watched a movie called Lady Bird, um, and uh, it was a good flick. It was basically you know about being a teenager, little weird teenager. Um, kind of like reminds me kind of like Juno. You know, she's not like a young woman being pregnant trying to figure out life, or whatever. But it was just you know dating the ups and downs, the, you know, kind of a 
fucked up family life. I, I, I don't know how to, to really give it a fair synopsis. All I know is it's on Netflix right now in Canada. So anyone listening US or abroad, I'm sorry if it's not accessible to you, but it is currently on Canadian Netflix. It's called Ladybird, And, um, it's a, it's a good watch. It's a good watch. Um, a lot of shit I'm sure everyone can relate to even just watching her date. Like she goes through a few boyfriends in the, in the movie. Um, and just the shit that happens, man, like, holy fuck. Something that like a one second makes you mad. And the next second, like you just feel fucking bad for the person. You know what I mean? You're like, fuck. Oh, I, I get what they're going through like that. That just sucks. So anyways, um, check it out guys. If you're looking for something fun to put on, it's a, it's a drama. It's not like super, there's funny moments, but it's not uh it's a good flick. It's a good fucking flick. Um, yesterday, Monday, um, or at least for me, right on Monday f- for you guys. Um, as always, I did my Uber thing and I had to get a safety check. I got my notification that like my, my safety certificate or whatever for my car was expiring in a day or two. And so rather than getting, you know, yanked from the road while I wait to get all that shit done, I decided to, to schedule an appointment. And as always, Schedule an appointment to get my safety. They're like, it's going to take an hour. I'm like, cool. I went to Canadian Tire because it was close. I figured in. They give you a discount on it, right? Otherwise, I would have gone to my dealership. But um, my dealership's always busy. And uh, and that's a good sign, right? Because it means they're doing something right. If there's, if there's always availability, you got to worry about that. So I went to Canadian Tire because they're like, they give you a special Uber rate, right? So instead of like 115 bucks, it's 80 bucks for Uber drivers. And... Uh, I just figured, all right, here's my fucking 80 bucks. Again, right? I'm talking about this month, just bill after bill after bill. So here's another one. Every now and again, Uber's like, I gotta go get a police checker. I gotta go get a vulnerable sector report. I gotta go get a safety done, you know? So anyways, and the summer, everything's hitting this month. It was like, you gotta go in and get your safety. So I I went to Canadian Tire, give them the keys. I'm like, cool, 80 bucks. They're like, yeah, we'll we'll call you back in an hour. So I'm like, cool. So I go up into the Canadian Tire. It's like a two-story one. Just browse around, trying to kill an hour. I didn't have my earbuds with me. I wish I had, cause I'd like listen to some podcasts or something while I was walking around, but I'm, I'm dicking around in the store, looking at a bunch of boring old shit. There's actually a lot of cool stuff at Canadian tire, but I'm like trying not to spend money. Right. And, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, I'm, I was convinced like it's just open and shut. Yep. Yeah, no problem. So they call me. They're like, Hey, now an hour later. You, uh, yeah, we did the safeties all, uh, we figured it out, you know, we, we were done conducting the inspection, you know what I mean? So, uh, it's all done, but, uh, just to let you know, uh, everything was good except for the brakes. The brakes are supposed to be X amount of millimeters and they were blah, blah, blah. So they just, just came out underneath. They just failed. And I was like, great. And they're like, so you got to get a new, you know, a brake job and, and, you know, you can, you can get it done here or, you know, you can go elsewhere, but you have 10 days to get that done, you know, so that we can give you the safety or whatever. So I'm like, oh, how much is it? Because you know how much I know about cars. And they're like, oh, it's 400 and something. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. You know, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. You know, I'm like, I can't, I can't, or I, I, I'm like, I need the safety done because I'm going to be off the road, you know, the next day if I don't have it. Um, Or at least by the end of the next day. Right. And I'm like, I, but you know, in order to make the money. So, you know, to, to, to make all this shit work, like I need to be on the fucking road anyways. So I start call my dealership and find out how much it's going to cost if they do it and how much it's going to cost, blah, 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 phone call after phone call. When can you get me in? Yada, yada, yada. So in the end, I just uh, ended up figuring it was, uh, as expensive to get it done in Canadian Tire and they were willing to do it right then and there for me. So I'm like, go ahead, 
and have to fucking borrow money like an asshole. So, well, it's, well, I didn't have to borrow much, but it just sucks to not, you know, you go in thinking it's going to be an $80 day. How many times have I told you guys this story about the fucking car? You know what I mean? Go in for an $80 oil change and 700 bucks later. But that's why you need a slush fund when you have a car. You know what I mean? I wish I was a fucking whore. I wish I could just, you know, I say I wish, you know, because I don't really have to, but I wish I could just go suck a cock or something like that. You know, get, get what I need. This is just weird, weird to say. That'd be a weird way to come out. I'd be like, ah, oh, man, these fucking car bills. I wish I could just go blow a guy. But look, I'm telling you, there's some days where I'm like, fuck, you know, 50, 50, 60 bucks at Uber. I'm like, you know, I spent a lot of hours to make this 600, 700 bucks, you know, and I'm pretty comfortable with my sexuality. If someone was willing to just give me a thousand bucks, quick little, you know, I know I might just be willing to do it again. I'm, I'm speaking from a position that it's not a reality, you know, looking down the barrel of that thing, maybe a different story, right? Have that meat popsicle, as Mika calls it, with the fucking creamy center about to shoot in your face. Eh. My point is I'm sick of car bills. All right. And I need to, I need to start putting a slush fund aside for these fucking surprises. So anyways, I, 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 I did that. I got the fucking car back. And, um, and then I came home and I moved forward with a decision that I've been working on for some time. Um, I actually got the wheels in motion on Thursday when I ordered the stuff for it, but, uh, I came home after all of that endeavor yesterday, excuse me. And I, um, and I shaved my head, I shaved my head, uh, with a razor, everything like that. I, uh, I've been sick of, uh, I, my hair's been thinning. I've probably brought it up in the podcast before and I'm, I've been doing different haircuts and, and all sorts of other things. And, uh, and just more and more people are making reference of the, the, the hair thinning. And like I said, if people are, if I look at the numbers of people who are saying it like, oh man, you're starting to go bald versus how many people are seeing it and just not saying anything out of politeness or whatever it is. I'm like, I I just, if it's happening, it's happening. And I'm going to, I'm going to fire my hair before it quits. You know what I mean? So I just decided, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to shave my head. I'm done. I'm done with hair. All right. If it's, uh, if it's gotta be this way, it's gotta be this way. So my beard came back enough that I'm like, I can't do the fucking bald face and bald head. I'll just, I'll just look disgusting. I want to kill myself. <laughs> Not for real, but you know what I'm saying? Like I just, there's only so much fucking self-esteem kick you can get at once. So, um, I decided, all right, I'm going to give the, the head a shave and we're going to just see if I, if I'm good with this, if I can, if I can live like a bald guy, cause, uh, haircut after haircut and, and just, and other people think like, I, I have people in my life who care, you know, who are making suggestions. Well, what if you, what if you try this stuff? It's like a powder that you put in your scalp and it, it's like the same color as your hair. And it just makes your, your scalp look like it's, I'm like, I, that's, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like there's just such a level of denial in that. You know, it's like that spray paint they used to use. Yeah, you just spray in on hair. And it's like, it's not hair, it's spray paint. You know? So I, I, I've been watching YouTube videos and stuff like that too. Of like, you know, guys testing products, you know, and talking about taking Propecia and stuff like that to like make the hair grow back. And it's like, yeah, but you, 
they're saying once you start taking it, you got to take it for life. If you stop taking it, it makes the the hair that was still there fall out too. So everything falls right the fuck back out. And then, then you try to take it again and it doesn't come back as much as it did the first time. So they're also talking about like Propecia having, you know, ties with cancer and stuff like that, because there's like a certain level. I can't remember the other Propecia does, does something at like, a, it's like one fifth, the dosage of the drug that does something else. It's, it's not used to treat cancer or whatever, if I'm not mistaken, but it's used, it's used for some other like intense purpose. And that, that causes like breast cancer in men when they take that particular dosage. So it's like, for fuck's sakes, you know, I don't want to start taking something that could give me breast cancer because I'm insecure about my fucking, you know, bald, my, my thinning, it's not bald, it's thinning hair, but I got a really, I got a thin patch in the back that almost looks like a fucking bald spot. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm done, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm driving Uber and I'm listening to these road, like these, these radio ads that are talking about how like, Hey, is your hair thinning? Well, we have, we have something that's an inexpensive solution that it's, you know, and it's, it's your, it's, it's natural and all this other shit. And you're like, Oh, you know, is this like hair plugs or whatever? Oh, gee, I want, I, I looked it up, you know, and that's the thing too, right? When you start looking shit up, if it's, if it's that much in your mind that you're looking shit up, you're like, ah, you, you got to accept the fact that it's a real thing in your life. And I looked it up and this was a place that was fucking tattooing, tattooing. They weren't rubbing powder on your hair. Cause at first I was like, oh, that stuff you sweat. Maybe it comes out or whatever. Yeah. You wash your hair. Keep... It was like, it was like, honestly, it looked like a makeup brush. The stuff that you just dust onto your head. It looked like a makeup brush with color in it. That it's like powder comes out with the powder in it. You like brush it on your head. Like, like chicks putting on the rouge on their face, like a little makeup brush. And I'm like, oh God, if you sweat or it rains or something, that's just I'm running out of your head. Like. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. That would be humiliating to have that happen. And at the same time, what happens? Everyone in your life sees you got a fucking bald spot, you know? And then all of a sudden you just don't, nobody fucking knows. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking, you know, what is this, this, this thing I heard on the radio, they're fucking tattooing the hair, your head, their, their, their solution to you balding saying, oh, and we've got a solution for it or whatever. They actually made it sound like they were fixing your hair. It's your own hair and blah, blah, blah. They tattoo your head along your hairline. And, and the ad says, it looks like you actually have a full head of hair. You just choose to, to shave it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's fucking, that's fucking pathetic. And that's, that's denial at its fucking, the height of denial, tattooing like hair follicles on your head. That's what you're doing. You're tattooing. Now, not, not tattooing in the sense that it's a needle that plugs it in and then it grows. You tattoo the fucking scalp. So it looks like a freshly shaved head and that all the hair is there. I can't remember what the fuck it was called. It wasn't called for hymns. Um, but I'm sure it's in my fucking search history. If I, if I think to, to bring it up next week, I will. But, uh, anyways, um, yeah, I, I just decided enough's enough. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to shave it. I'm going to shave it and I'm just going to see, can I be one of those guys, you know? And then, you know, two, three years, it'll be just, oh, just Josh is a bald guy. That's he's, that's what he looks like. He's got a beard and he's got that bald head of his, you know? And as the weight comes off, it'll look better. Now I'm a big fat bald guy with a beard. Ugh, It's not a good look guys. But again, going back to that motivation of wanting to, to, to look better. I'll tell you, since I did that yesterday, today was a very active day. I will tell you that working on, uh, Working on getting things into a good place, let me tell you. But um, nobody seemed particularly um, shocked, which was great. I mean, like like Jason and Simon saw it afterwards, and they were like, "Well, 
you know, uh, my buddy, Matt Davis saw it. My mom saw it uh, last night. Cause after, after I was all done with it, right. I was using like, you know, shaving cream on my head and you, I watched, again, I watched some YouTube videos to make sure I didn't pull some fucking rookie mistakes. So you actually have to shave it both ways. You can't just shave like down or up. You have to shave both ways to get the grains, both sides, keep it as close as possible. So, um, I did that. And then, uh, the only person I thought might be weirded out by it was my mom. And she didn't seem shocked. She was actually talking from, to me for like a minute in the car. I picked her up and drove her, drove her back from work. And, uh, and at one point I was like, you, you see my head? And she's like, oh, I see it. And I, I don't know. It just looks weird to me. I don't know. I'm not used to seeing you like that. So I don't, I don't really know. And then I dropped her off. Like I brought her somewhere to get dog food because Chase needs, uh, needed some kibble, whatever. And she's just like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over here. It was near where I used to work at Domino's. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go say hi to my coworkers there, my, my, my peeps before, uh, while you're shopping. And she's just standing there, like watching me walk away. I go, what? She's like, oh, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, oh, for Christ's sakes, don't, don't look at it like that. It's not a fucking spectacle. So it does feel weird. It feels weird. Like when I put my head back against the, the headrest in the car, like it's just this weird feeling. I don't know if you can hear it here. I can, I can hear it in my head cause I'm rubbing it, but here, let me rub it on the mic. Yeah. It makes no noise. Cause it's smooth as a baby's bum, but, and the, the little part that was balding thinning, it's like different grit sandpaper. You know what I mean? Like on certain parts, it's like, it's a heavy grit. And then you go to the other part and you're like, yeah, it's not, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna buff the wood more than sand it. You know what I mean? That is a smooth surface you were rubbing on it, you know? So anyways, my bald guy now, I haven't posted any pictures yet because I'm not really, uh, not really, uh, interested in, in uh, all that just yet. You know, I don't really, I don't really want attention for it. I'm just trying to do my own thing. I got to get it some sun. Let me tell you when it shaved, it, it was, it was pale and you could see it. My hair is dark. Like I actually do have hair there still. So, um, I look like a skinhead, you know, like a white supremacist and that's not the look I'm going for at all. I, I love everybody. All right. This is not because I hate anybody. It's because I hate myself. Uh, <laughs> so I did that. And then I guess last night after, uh, after everything was over, we, uh, we played some board games. Yeah. That old thing again, myself, Jason, my, my mom, side, my roommate, Matt Davis, super hysterical comedian who is in, uh, in town doing shows this week at absolute comedy. Um, we played some games last night. It was great. I had a great time. Sat there with my bald head. Nobody made me feel weird. Um, and then today was, uh, was, you know, just back to the grind, driving people around. I actually had a conversation with one woman in the car. Like I was wearing my hat today. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know how I looked and I didn't want to fucking weird anybody out, but it's wearing my hat. And then I started chatting. This woman was talking about having a bad hair day, uh, or that or she wasn't worried about having a bad hair day. And I go, ah, I did this today. And I started chatting with her about it. It was a long ride. And she was like, she was super cool. She's like, it actually looks really good. Like. It doesn't look bad. She's like, I don't know what you look like with hair. So, so, so that, you know, you look, you look fine. You don't look weird or anything. And I was like, all right, well, that's good. The only people who've seen it so far are people who know me. She's like, yeah, no, it looks, it looks fine. Like she was like, some people look not great. They have weird shaped heads or whatever. She's like, your, your head's not shaped funny. <laughs> weird, eh? The conversations I'll have with complete strangers. But, uh, afterwards I went to the, uh, the Uber hub and got them to put in my, uh, safety that I got done yesterday. Um, I had to take the car back in because the wheels were making a squeaking sound or whatever. So I made them clean it out and, and, you know, make sure everything was tight and proper in. Then I went for a big long walk with my dog. So while I was doing the podcast notes, I was sitting out back, uh, in the sun, trying to get, get some sun and some color in my, my pasty arms, my pasty head and all that stuff. And then, uh, 
And then I went and got my dog and went for a big long walk and head out in the sun, put, put sun, uh, I keep calling it suntan lotion. It's not suntan lotion, it's sunscreen. I put sunscreen on and, uh, went for a walk, you know, and again, hot day, but brought water for the dog. He was having a great time, took him somewhere where he could run a little bit off leash. Um, great. You know, I think it was a big two hour long walk. Ah, then I came back and I had a bite. I had, like I said, I had the last of my little chicken potato, uh, broccoli medley that I'd made for myself. And then I passed, I, I went to have a nap, passed the fuck out. And I went to sleep for like half an hour and I slept for like several hours. Um, but you know, Hey, I had a good, I get a good productive day, lots of exercise feeling great. So that was my week guys. It only took me a fucking hour to tell you all about it. I hope it was interesting. You know how I, you know how it goes, right? I always, I second guess how much you guys give a fuck. You know, here I am bearing my soul in my head. Um, so yeah, I'm working on the, you know, just, just, I'm going to see how this, this bald thing works. Just shaving it down. Hopefully I get the whole fucking, you know, Jason Statham thing going on just to see, uh, not, not him particularly. His even looks funny because he lets it grow out like a fucking quarter inch. Just this weird sort of fuzzy look on his head at times. He's not the, not the mod. I'm just trying to think of some fucking famous bald dudes who don't look half bad because we only know them bald. Fucking rock. We all know what he looked like with hair. I think he looks fucking better bald. Just that motherfucker bick his head, you know? As soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to have to go in and bick it again today. I forget. It's not the kind of thing like a haircut where you do it once and then just leave it for two weeks. It grows back. It's going to look shitty. So I'm going to jump in the shower afterwards, give it another, another once over and just see if that's a thing I can work into my routine. It's just, you know, in the shower, a little bit of shave, shaving cream on the top of the head and slice, 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 and hopefully get on with my goddamn day. Um, and that's it. That's it for the, the week guys. I, uh, not for the episode. Of course, I still have much more to talk about. Do I? Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how the week went. So, uh, working on making the, the five things a little more consistent, still working on, uh, you know, getting myself there, wherever there may be trying to find myself a, a fellow member of the human pound who may want to go on, who might want to go for a walk with me. Hey, you want to go for a walk? All right. We'll go have a, you want thirsty? You want to have a drink? We'll go have a drink together. Fuck sakes. Anyways. So without further ado, uh, Chase did great. Like poor little guy on Sunday was hot. The state, the weather's been hot. So you know, he's got a coat. He's not a guy we've shaved him down for the summertime, but he, uh, it's still hot. It's hot to be a dog out there in this sunshine. And, uh, and having said that I have picked, uh, a great little article for this week's, oh, what is this horse shit? The fucking, uh, printer get all screwed up. I might have to read it off my phone. Uh, which is always a nightmare for me because this phone's so small, so small. Uh, the article from, uh, uncle John's bathroom reader, right? My partners at portablepress.com. This week's, uh, article comes from the, uh, attack of the factoids. That's the name of the book pages upon pages of factual information. And what article did I picked this week? I picked the one called hot dog because my dog's been hot. Now, of course this is about hot dogs, but, uh, my little poochie pooch has been hot lately. So I figured this would be a fitting little article and you know, it's summertime. We got a barbecue coming up. You know, lots of fun things. So what a great article to choose today. All right. So, uh, first off some hot dog facts between Memorial day and labor day. Americans consume 7 billion hot dogs, fat fucks. Um, how funny would it be? It's obviously Americans as a whole, but can you imagine if that was like Americans, you know, each one of them consumes 7 billion hot dogs. The most popular condiment is mustard. 
Then come onions, chili, ketchup, relish, and sauerkraut. Nathan Handwerker opened Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs, which can, which remains a Coney Island institution in 1916. Uh, to counteract stories of unhealthy ingredients in hot dogs, Handwerker hired men to wear... Is it Handwerker? It's Handwerker, yeah. Handwerker hired men to wear surgeon smocks and eat lunch in his restaurants. So I guess he got them to dress up like doctors and eat there. Like, oh, look, doctors eat these things. The largest seller of hot dogs is 7-Eleven with 100 million served annually. Um, if you ask for a hot dog in New Zealand, you'll get it battered on a stick like a corn dog. To get one on a bun, you have to ask for an American hot dog. Uh, a Chicago style hot dog never includes ketchup. Uh, hot dogs cause about, this one I thought was interesting. Hot dogs cause about 17% of all food asphyxiation deaths in children under 10. So like fucking one in six, let's say 17%, like one in six fucking kids, uh, that dies. Well, it says all food asphyxiation deaths. So now we're getting specific, specific, specific. So one in six kids that choke on food, it's a fucking hot dog and they have to be under 10. According to the stat. All right. According to Guinness, the most expensive hot dogs ever were three, three quarter pound, uh, 18 inch dogs sold for charity in 2012 at a Sacramento, California restaurant topped with an impressive array of fancy condiments, moose milk, cheese, maple syrup, bacon, organic baby greens, whole grain, mustard, and cranberries. The dogs cost 145 49 each with proceeds donated to a children's hospital. The most hot dogs with buns consumed by one person in 10 minutes, 68. Joey Chestnut holds the record. He established it at an annual contest in Coney Island in 2009 and tied it in 2012. The world's longest hot dog stretched 196.85 feet and was prepared by Japan's Shizuoka meat producers in 2006. In 1880, sorry, in the 1880s or 90s, Frankfurters from Germany and Wieners from Australia became known as hot dogs, possibly because of the sausage's similarity to Dachshunds or Dachshunds, however you say it, uh, or maybe because of rumors that, uh, sorry, rumors about where the meat came from. Germans regularly ate dog meat back then. And that, my friends, is hot dog. A little bit of hot dog fun trivia facts for you guys from my partners at portablepress.com. Uncle John's Bathroom Readers. Uh, I know in the coming weeks, we're going to get closer to Canada Day. I will be reading from the uh, Uncle John's Plunges into Canada and the Weird Canada books, just because it's nice to know a little bit more about the land that we come from. But of course, they have books on everything, guys. They, uh, I was in talks with them. They're going to be sending me some more editions in the very near future. Um, but in the meantime, you guys can go on their website, portablepress.com, and check out what they've got. If you are a Costco shopper like me, I know that last year, Weird Canada and uh, Plunges into Canada were available for purchase at Costco. So, uh, pick those up if you're Canadian, uh, and, and check them out. They've got their books all over the place. Uh, Indigo, uh, chapters, that kind of stuff. Check out their stuff. Cause I, I dig it. They're cool little fun reads. So like I said, if you're like me and you're just trying to read more, uh, it's a good little place to start because you're just looking at anything from one to four page articles that just, you know, it, it helps you feel accomplished reading an article and being done reading an article will be done. These people who sit around like, no, I read an article in a science journal. Fuck you. What a fuck. Who's walking around going, ah, I wonder, I gotta, I gotta pick up a science journal to read this. I don't know, probably scientists, but you know what I'm saying? I read not regular people are like, no, I read an article in the science journal. You're full of shit. You read something on the internet. Bullshitter. Going out buying science journals. Anyways, portablepress.com, guys. Thank you so much, my partners. Um, and I've, as always, Absolute Comedy, I'd mentioned that um, 
My friends uh, Matt Davis and K. Trevor Wilson are in town this week. I have to say that this week at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa is probably one of the strongest shows you will see. Um, Matt Davis, comedian from Birmingham, Alabama, travels all over the world performing. Uh, he will be hosting this week. One of the smartest guys uh, and most well-read people that I've met. Uh, I, I, I can't say enough good things about this guy. I love Matt and I love uh, spending time with him. I'm trying to get Matt to do the podcast this week. We're just trying to find a time. We were, he was in town two weeks ago, but I was I was under the weather. I'm not able to do it. So um, we're trying to find a, a time this week that we can do it. As well as K. Trevor Wilson. K. Trevor Wilson, super funny guy, uh, performed on Jimmy Kimmel Live last year. Uh, as well as um, he is the uh, the character Squirrely Dan on Crave TV's Letterkenny. Um, very popular show. I think it's in its fourth season uh, or going into its fourth season. I, I could even be wrong. It could be going into its fifth. Um, so yeah, uh, super, also super funny dude. He's headlining all week. You guys owe it to yourselves. If you live in the auto area to see these shows, don't fuck up. It is a great show and well worth seeing. Um, and, and K Trev and I will be sitting down on Thursday. We're, we're, uh, you know, I'll tell you guys about them the week coming up, but, um, as it stands right now, we are sitting down to record uh, an episode of the podcast. So if all goes well, you guys will have a great, uh, great episode with K Trevor Wilson on Friday, and then hopefully one with Matt Davis, uh, in the coming weeks as well. So check out my little promo for absolute comedy, but for you guys in the Ottawa area, you, you absolute comedy.ca, get your asses there this week. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And while we're all enjoying the sunshine this time of year, guys, make sure you get a chance to check out Summer's Bee uh, watermelon flavor. I'm still uh, still waiting for a bit of a supply on my end from my uh, my buddy at uh, at Summer's Bee, but I might see him this weekend with a uh, hopefully special delivery. In the meantime, guys, enjoy a little promo. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summer's Bee. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you, if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. <sighs> Your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. Oh, and who are we forgetting? <coughs> Excuse me, I feel like there's always somebody else. Oh, my partner's at DK, Dorling Kendersley. 
Oh, I love those guys. Um, I do not have a book to review this week, guys. I, I have books to review. I have not read a book to give a review. And as always, I am not going to half-ass it with their wonderful products. So you guys go to dk.com slash CA and check out the lineups they got. They got all sorts of new books coming out uh, this month, books that just came out last month, and books that will be coming out next month. Isn't that how all businesses work, Josh? Yeah, of course it is. But um, I just mean that I've got, like, I, I was actually uh, emailing back and forth with my guy at DK uh, today. And, uh, he's sending me another, uh, just bunch of books. I'm, I'm, I'm not reading these things fast enough to get them all, uh, all caught up, but man, there are some outstanding books coming, um, coming from DK guys, uh, this month and next month. And I, I cannot wait. Um, I'm getting some early copies of them. I'm pretty excited. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's super awesome. And I, I can't wait to read these books. They're all, again, a lot of them, good life stuff, whatever. Um, you know, just uh, like, oh man, where food comes from, I think is, is one of the ones, um, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little, a little insider scoop, you know, of some of the stuff that we're talking about here. Um, I think, uh, I think when I also spoke with him today, he was saying how like, he's going to send me another one. I, I tried like, okay, here's the thing. They're great fucking partners. All right. I got to tell you, like they are, they are, uh, well, I don't want to say the best, but, uh, I, I just dig how much, you know, how much they just go, dude, what do you need? We, we got it for you. All right. So this is, this is what I asked for. There's a book called practical, uh, Ayurveda, um, which is like, you know, just, just great, great, uh, life practices and daily practices. And like, just how to, how to get, you know, good physical, uh, you know, good physical, I want to say juju, but I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's like just physical, good physical karma and energy and, and, uh, chakras and shit like that. And just like day-to-day stuff that's good for you. And it's not all just like physical stuff. It's, it's great. Like stress management, whatever. But I, I cannot wait to read this book. There's one called the story of food. Another one called eat better, live longer that they're sending me, uh, yoga fitness for men, which was great. Cause I saw the yoga fitness for women book and I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's great. But I mean, uh, we're out here too. And, uh, some of us are very uh, in touch with our sexuality and we like stretchy pants, you know, what about us? So, uh, Chris is sending me those and he's also sending me one called hand tools. Like what I was saying by them being great partners is that, um, I, I like what they, they, they send me the, the books. I get a chance to read them. I can promote them to you guys. You guys can take a, take a look and see what you think. You know, there's so many books guys. There's so many subjects, so many subjects that I, I don't have them sending me. They're sending me the life stuff because that's what I'm working on right now. Eating better, uh, you know, physical stuff. I want to get back into yoga. Um, so I'm, I'm reviewing these types of books, not because that's all DK has to offer, but, but that's what's important to me. That's the stuff that I'm talking about every week. So that's what I, I talk to them, you know, and say what I'm looking for, but there's stuff about everything. And for example, um, they're sending me a book called, uh, you know, tools all about tools. And this book's fucking amazing. So for my, my hand working, hard working, like I meant hand working, my hand working and hard working you know, do it yourself versus, uh, Jimmy, Mika, my two best friends, other friends that I have in the trades, anybody who cares about that stuff, Chris, you're probably going to be interested in it as well. Um, maybe Mark, I'm not sure, you know, if you, if you do a lot of work with your hands in terms of tools and stuff, but this book is, there's over 200 tools in there, like hand tools and how they work, their evolution, uh, best practice for using them and to care for them. I'm, I'm basically reviewing this fucking book. I haven't even got it yet. Uh, the forewords written by Nick Offerman, which is was super funny guy. Um, he, I'm, I'm excited for it. The only thing is that just, just not like, I'm not doing a whole lot of it. Like I, a it's hand tools, not just like power tools, 
right? So if there was like a lot of, a lot of my carpenter friends and contractor friends, like they're using a lot of obviously corded power tools. And this is more hand craftsman, you know, hand tools, still hammers and, you know, like wood planes and stuff like that. So uh, my contact at DK was like, Hey man, are you interested in this? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm interested in that. The second I saw that book, I'm interested in it. I just don't know if my listeners would be interested in it, but you know what? I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. I was chatting with him. I said, you know what? If you want to send that, I can't wait to read it. And I would love to, to give it a review on the podcast. So, um, you know, if you guys happen to go to DK's website and you see any books there that you're interested in, but maybe you want to little know, you know, know a little more, send me an email, contact the one man podcast.com and let me know, uh, what books DK's got coming out that, that you might be interested in hearing a little bit about before you, uh, before you buy, you know, uh, there's, there's some older stuff there too. Like again, to be a good partner to them, um, it's not in their best interest to send me a book that they had published in 2006. You know, it's not gonna be a whole lot of people who are like, Oh my God, really? That book's available except for me. Cause I love all their stuff. But at the end of the day, like the newer stuff, if you see something new out there, you want to know about, let me know. I I'd love to make sure that I'm reviewing books that are of interest to you guys too. Um, but, but you know me dk.com slash CA. I love those guys. Um, I can't wait for the new stuff that they have coming out. They've got several series that I'm super, you know, I'm already in for a penny and for a pound. Um, I, uh, I, I love everything that they do. Honest to God. I, and it's different publishers or not, sorry, apologies, not, not publishers, different writers and things like that. So it's not like all of their books are made by the same people. These are the experts in the fields that are doing, you know, experts in the fields of, of healthy living and yoga and tools and scotches and all the different things that I'm reading about. So, um, you know, man the fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Check out the stuff, dk.com slash CA or dk.com in the States. And, uh, just Google Dorling Kindersley or what have you in uh, other parts of the world. And that's my, uh, that's my, my sponsors guys. Thank you so much to all of them this week coming up, uh, tomorrow, the day that you are listening to this Wednesday, I'm getting the car detailed again, trying to keep the car in regular good shape since, uh, since it's constantly in use, want it to look good for all my passengers. On uh, Thursday afternoon, I have a an afternoon corporate show with uh, my friend Kate Trevor Wilson. We're going to go entertain some people down in the uh, Absolute Comedy area. It's at a, a office building not too far away from the club. And then uh, then Kate Trev's coming back here, and we're going to do a podcast. All right, and I'm going to ask some questions. So you guys listening again, K Trevor Wilson from, uh, Crave TV's letter, Kenny, super funny dude. He's performed on, uh, Jimmy Kimmel live. He's done so much in this country. So fucking funny guys. And this is one of the sweetest human beings. I'm telling you, please don't miss your opportunity to send an email in and have a question answered, uh, contact at one man Maybe just put the subject matter like K Trevor interview, or whatever, but we are going to be doing the podcast after 3 PM sometime after 3 PM on Thursday. So 3 PM Eastern standard time. So get your questions in. Um, I, you ask them, I will ask him and, and get your answers a super, super fun. Fuck. He's funny. Um, he won just for laughs homegrown, which is like the competition. So he, he didn't just go to just for laughs. He went there and fucking crushed it. And, and, and was the funniest guy there. Um, he's open for Louis CK. He's open for Sarah Silverman. He's open for fuck. Who else? I know that there's other people on that list. He is so funny. So, so, you know, Google him and maybe write in some questions and, uh, and let's, let's, let's talk to him. Let's learn about this guy who's, who's fucking, there's only a matter of time before he's going to be uh, gone. Plus letter Kenny, by the way, a piece of trivia just got picked up to be played in the, some of the channels in the States. So a little small town Canada show has been picked up in the U S so, um, 
You know, we're, we're not going to have him for long guys. He's already doing, doing Jimmy Kimmel and, and late night talk shows that everybody wants to be doing. Um, great dude. I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to sit down and chat with my friend. Um, so that means next Friday, this coming Friday, you're going to have a K Trevor Wilson episode, unless something horrible happens, we can't do it. Um, on Friday uh, night, I got an LCBO tasting, so I'll be doing that. And, uh, Saturday morning, I have an LCBO tasting, but Saturday, here it is that what I've been alluding to for a while, we are having a house party on, uh, on Saturday, it's starting sometime early afternoon and it's going till, uh, well into the evening. Well, well, well into the evening, uh, right about the time they start calling the cops on you for noise. Um, Kamar has dubbed it the end of the world party because apparently uh, everyone's terrified that the world is ending or whatever, but we are having a huge party. We've got a keg, we've, we're getting food. Um, we've got, we're going to have like sangria and a pretty heavily spiked punch. So come and have a drink on us. Uh, how do I know who's invited? Listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you are, uh, and you are in the Ottawa area on Saturday, all are welcome. Bring yourself, bring your significant other or your, your spouse or your friend, you know, not, you know, try not to bring someone who's a fucking animal. But, um, if you listen to this podcast and you're in the Ottawa area, I don't care if I know you or not. Come, come and say, hi, Josh. I listen to your podcast. Cool. Let's have a drink. Um, if you're planning on coming, you need the address contact at one man podcast.com. And I will happily let you know where to come. Um, but yeah, we're going to be, yeah, it's me, myself, Jason, Kamar and Simon, all of us hosting. And, um, yeah, lots of people are going to be here. We're going to have fucking, we're, we're doing it, uh, out in the back. We've got a big back deck. Uh, we've built a big addition on the back of the house that we're going to be using. We've got, uh, tons of space in the yard and driveway. We're gonna have, uh, some different, just bullshit drunk games or whatever. Not, not board games, just drunk games and stuff like that. I'm trying to figure out if we're going to do like beer pong or something, but the idea is we're having a house party and all are welcome. We want to have a good time. So if you are listening to this, you are welcome to come. Um, you know, some of my friends, Chris, I hope that you can make it. I, I was texting with you earlier this evening and you had said that there's a chance that you could come. Um, but yes, you are, you are more than welcome. My friend, I would love to have you Mark. I don't know what you're doing way out there, buddy, but if you've got uh, time to come on Saturday, come have drinks. Let's have a good time. I'm not getting back from my tasting until about three 34 o'clock. So there'll be a little bit going on before I get here, but, uh, but all my friends are welcome. The underwear Mika, Jimmy, if you guys are uh, listening and you're free, I know you got the kiddos, but if you want to come by for a drink at some time on Saturday, you're good. You know, all my people, I don't need to start naming you all individually, but you listen to this podcast, you are welcome to come to this house party. All right. So the end of the world party on Saturday, very excited to have, uh, to have anyone who wants to come out there. We've got all sorts of people coming from the club. Uh, we've got comedians who are, who are coming in from out of town to, uh, to be a part of it. So it's going to be a good time and it's all good natured shit. You know what I mean? It's not a fucking frat party where everybody's trying to draw dicks on each other. It's a bunch of people having drinks, having a good time and, uh, you know, just enjoying the camaraderie. So that's Saturday. Uh, and then I got a pet event on Sunday, so I don't know how the fuck I'm going to be on Sunday, but, uh. Yeah. Come, come on Saturday. You know what? If you want to see what my fucking bald head looks like, come on Saturday. I'm not posting any pictures or anything yet. I'm not, not ready to do that, but, uh, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to be bald. So come and see what my fucking head looks like. Let's have a good time. Let's have a good time. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I got that pet event on Sunday. I hope I'm in good shape for it, but I've done it a few times before. It's not too shabby. And then, uh, and then that's it early next week. It's just back to the fucking Uber and let's see what kind of adventures or shit breaks on my car or shit breaks on me or whatever it is. And, uh, and that'll be the week guys, you know, so it's, uh, it's time for, uh, for the emails. 
Uh, as always, if you want to send an email in, what's that address? I only say it six times a show. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. One man spelled O-N-E. I hope I'm not getting emails because people are typing the number one in there. One man podcast, O-N-E. M-A-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. I'm surprised I didn't fuck that up. (laughs) I'm not reading it. It sounds like I was reading it. I was just off of brain. Off of brain. There you go. Lost all credibility on that one. So guys, I got an email this week uh, from someone. I don't think that their intention was to have me read it on the air, but fuck it. Uh, That's how I do things. You send me an email, I read it on the air. So this is from somebody named Glory. And uh, I responded to them, letting them know that I would uh, read their email in the air and answer their questions right now on the podcast. So Glory writes in, hey, Josh, hope you're doing well. Firstly, love the podcast. Thank you. Secondly, I'm actually in the middle of starting my own podcast called 20 something pod. It's all about growing up in your twenties and all the ups and downs that come with that. I just thought I'd reach out to say a hello. Hello to you. Uh, I know there aren't that many podcasters in Ottawa and I would love to connect with you guys. Like we're part of a network or something. Um, and B, uh, where do you record your podcast? I'm finding a bit hard to find a studio that is affordable being a startup and all and see, not sure if once I get this thing going, you'd want to collaborate again, just throwing it out there. I just know how hard it is to start something in Ottawa and I would appreciate any support I can get and vice versa. I'm willing to help in any way I can. I look forward to hearing from you. So, um, well, thank you for reaching out. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad you did. Um, I'd love to know how you heard about my podcast or whatever. Um, in terms of podcasters, not about, I, I don't know, like we're not part of a, a union or a group or anything like that. Like I just, I just wanted to start doing it. So, um, I had to do some research. It's not as hard as it seems. Um, in terms of studios, mine's pretty, um, mine's pretty portable because I, I knew that I would be doing this podcast, not always at home. So I don't have a studio. Um, I have a really nice microphone that I bought myself that stays here at home. Um, but it's on a a music mic stand that basically just sits next to my desk and then points in my face. So it's not in the way, you know, while I'm recording, um, which is great. That was a, that was a good step up because I used to have my round base ones, which I use for like interviews and stuff like that, which would sit right on my paperwork in the middle. So I was always trying to read paperwork from like a foot away. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I would say maybe something like that is a good help, but, um, I've mentioned on the podcast before, I believe, but generally speaking, like, um, I watched YouTube videos. I watched YouTube videos. Cause I'm like, I want to make a podcast and I want to make it easy. I don't want to do a lot of, you know, post-production and stuff like that, even though I still do, but I I've got a lot of stuff that makes my podcast easy that I just, I just have my, my iPad sitting here next to me. Excuse me. And I, I, downloaded an app called iJingle and I, I made commercials and shit like that using GarageBand or whatever. And, you know, my intro outro music comes from monkey junk, you know, courtesy of them. So I got all that stuff loaded into this little app and I just tap on the buttons when it's time to to do it. That's why sometimes I'm like, you know, my partner's at that and I'm tap, tap, tap on it. It's not, it doesn't start right away because my stupid fingers are sliding it rather than just tapping. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty straightforward. You can, it's, it's a lot of little easy things. I mean, you could do a podcast on your phone. So in terms of needing a studio, like I, I invested the money in it and I also went, you know, to, to find, um, partners. So I was lucky that of course, you know, my relationship with Jason, he, you know, from absolute comedy, of course, Jason is, uh, is a sponsor. Jason, uh, contributes financially. So I, uh, I use the money that Jason contributes, not a ton of money, you know, and that's not the shit on him, but it just, just so you don't think like, oh, what does he pay hundreds of dollars a week? Not a chance. 
But the idea is when I get my payment from him, he buys, uh, he's a, he's an annual sponsor. I take that money and I invest it back into more equipment, like more microphones, more headsets, uh, you know, cord stands, all that stuff that I need so that I can do larger and larger interviews. So I think I'm, I'll max out at a four mic interview, but you know, I'm looking forward. I'd love to, uh, if I'm able to make it to Toronto or if they're all in Ottawa at the same time, I'd love to sit down with monkey junk. You know, and they're a three-person band. I'd love to have myself and those three guys on. Right now, I've got a, a total of three mics, um, three mics that are like portable, and then I've got the 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 big one that sort of sits on the mic stand here. My uh, my Sure Super Fifty Five, which if you go on the Instagram account, One Man Podcast, you'll see it's a very special edition uh, audio mic or sorry vocal mic. Um, but I I don't take that one anywhere. That one stays here on the mic stand, packed up. So when I'm sitting here at my desk, excuse me, fuck. Get to that part of the night. When I'm sitting here at my desk, I'm able to just uh, pull it out, stand it next to me, whatever. But the idea is you can do it a lot of different ways. The idea is, is, is how do you want to record it? What do you want to talk about? If you want to have multiple people, I mean, you can't just put your cell phone down in the middle of a table. I've done podcasts where, where guys do that. They just put the microphone, the, their cell phone in the middle of the table and we talk. The only reason that mine, you know, and I appreciate the compliments that I've gotten from listeners. Um, the only reason mine sounds as good as it does is that since I had no idea what necessarily the format of the show was going to take, and I still fucking figuring it out. Uh, I didn't want you guys to have to like struggle through listening to me going, um, uh, uh, not really knowing what I'm talking about. And at the same time, the audio quality was shit. So I'm like, listen, everything's going to sound good while I sound like a fucking idiot. So. Um, I, I just did YouTube videos or research. So I looked at good quality stuff. I went to uh, a music store called long and McQuaid big, big place. And they got mics and cords and everything that you would need. I, I got almost all my equipment there. I've got a, uh, a recorder called the zoom H six. So I can plug all of my, my mic cords and, and the cord that goes from my iPad and everything into it. I can plug my phone into this recorder, record a conversation. Excuse me. I did that with my interview with Trent McClellan. That was the only, uh, only phone interview I've ever done. So, you know, it's a, it was a great conversation and it sounds good, but, but the idea is it's just my phone plugged into the recorder and we're just chatting uh, via the phone. So, um, yeah, I don't know in terms of, of, you know, knowing of, of how to connect with us. I mean, to be honest with you, I know of, um, you know, my buddy and fellow comedian, Mark Hatfield has a podcast um, there's a few other guys who've come and gone. That's the thing with podcasting is it's, it's, it's tough in the sense that it's like, it's repetitive and disciplined. Like in terms of my fucking five lists, I'm not super consistent, but this podcast has been the most regular, consistent, punctual thing I have done. in God knows how long. And I mean that, you know, everybody wants to take, fuck you. You take a vacation. You get what? Two weeks vacation off work every year. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I've not taken a week off of this. The closest was when I was sick as a fucking dog in bed. And I still talked for like half an hour. You know, I thought this episode was going to be 45 minutes long, another hour and a half. It's hard to shut me up. And I didn't even feel like doing it today. You know, there's lots of days. I just don't feel like doing it. I don't feel funny. I don't feel interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, so, but I think that it's, it's, you got to keep doing it. You got to let it grow. Like it's, it's growing. There was a while where, you know, we were at an average download of like, you know, 70 people or whatever. And then the, the averages just, it, it fluctuates. And that's what my buddy, Paul Verzi, a comic in, uh, in New York has, uh, has told me, he's like, dude, your numbers are going to go up and down, but they will grow consistently. Just, just the most important thing, always having that on time. 
Even Paul, like fucking miss podcast days. Show podcast will show up two days later, something like that. But I took his advice and I made sure that every single Wednesday. So I would say, like, pick your. I mean, I, I suppose on a on a more conversational basis. If you do listen to the podcast, then you know you're invited to that party this Saturday. Why don't you come chew my ear off on that? But just a piece of info for you is is the sort of, sort of the discipline that I I was told and that I still go with is that you know, is, is just be on time for, so while you're still figuring out what you want to do with your podcast and, and what exactly your format's going to take. And if you have segments or anything like that, maybe looking for partners and shit like that, like, you know, do, do a good quality thing, you know, make sure that people can hear you. Well, don't, if you're asking people to be patient with you while you're, while you're figuring out your format, um, don't ask them to be patient with the quality as well. Cause you know, I, I, I would turn something off that I can't really hear or understand properly. You know what I mean? So that's a, a good piece of, of, I would say advice to, to start with is just, you know, watch a YouTube video and find something that you can do. Like you can get mics. Sorry, just, you know, I know I'm ADD and, and finishing the, the different sentence, but go to the, go to the Apple store or whatever, you know, if you have an Apple phone, um, and you can buy, it doesn't have to be an Apple product, but you can buy microphones that are designed for your phone that just plug into the bottom, either micro USB or, or lightning cable. And, uh, and you can just sit with your phone in your hand and the microphone at the bottom and just record into the voice notes, your podcast with a better quality microphone, you know, um, start, start with something simple like that. And then you got to find something that's going to host it. Um, it's easy. Again, I can, I can go more in depth for you, but it's not as hard as it looks. And trust me, I'm the kind of person who every, I don't, I don't play board games because I fucking think that they look like they have too many pieces and stuff. So just let them sit around for the longest time until one day I'm like, all right, I'll watch a YouTube video and I swear I'll pay attention and stay awake from it. So just watch some videos and see what you're looking for. Uh, I record mine, um, wherever I am. Most of the time it's just sitting here at my desk with my, like I said, my mic in my face and you know, a printed piece of paperwork with some notes. I would say that too. And having notes helps just so you can, you know, look back to it kind of thing. I've, um, my notes have gotten more structured when I remember to make them. Um, and that's it. You're saying I'm finding it a bit hard to find a studio. Yeah. You, you don't need a studio. You don't need, I don't have a studio. I can have five people, sorry, four people talking with me and it's just microphones and cords that plug into my little portable recorder. So we sit in the middle of the table, plug it in, plug all the cords into it, plug everybody's headsets into my, my uh, audio mixer thing. And, uh, you know, away you go. It's, it's a really simple setup. It really is a very simple setup and it's very, very portable. I got like a little Tommy Hilfiger, what looks kind of like a bowling bag. And I just stick, stick all the stuff in there, mics, cords, bases, everything unscrews, boom, all into the bag. And now I'm good to go. Excuse me. Fuck. When I went to Toronto and, and did my interview with Pete Johansson, that's what I did. I, I, I brought that bag with me to New York for my buddy, Paul Verzi's taping. Right. So when I recorded the interview with Paul, that was just a, a fucking size of a backpack bag filled with podcast stuff. And I brought the entire studio quote unquote to him. So, um, depending on what you want to do with your podcast, if you're just always going to be in Ottawa, then, you know, you can just get something simple that you don't have to move around too much. But if you're like me and you travel and you, you know, you want to be able to have interviews on the fly, fuck, just something, just, just think about what you want. I would say, write a list of what you want from this, from your podcast and, you know, and then just, just figure out how to go about it. Um, that's about it. You know, if you're, if your podcast is 20 something ish, let me tell you something about being 20. You got a lot of fucking spare time. It feels like the expectations to start succeeding, you know, while there may be some there, they get a lot heavier when you hit 30 something. Um, 
Also, I, I did want to give you this note. I Googled uh, 20 something podcast and currently there is a podcast already called 20 something podcast uh, that I found available on SoundCloud. So I would say that you may want to consider just in terms of actually getting listenership and stuff, you may want to consider um, going with a different name. Not that there's anything wrong with your name, but if people Google it, like I did, they're going to get the already in production podcast. So you want to drive traffic to yours. So what I would say is maybe playing around with, um, different titles. Um, I, I can't really, but just as an example, but not, not suggesting it as something like, you know, fuck, I just had it and it's already gone, you know, 20 <laughs> something podcast. No, but like, uh, what to do in your twenties or some shit like that how to lose a guy in twenties. I don't know. Fuck. I'm just joking. But, uh, what I do whenever I come up with a name for something, when I'm working on a name for a new, um, you know, venture is, uh, the first thing I do is like, I'll go to like godaddy.com somewhere where I can search domains and I'll, I'll type it in and see if the domain's available. And if the domain's available, it's usually a good sign. And then I'll start, you know, searching iTunes or something like that to see, like, for example, the podcast, I, I searched to see if there's a podcast called one man podcast. And I, I couldn't believe that there wasn't. So, um, I was just like, well, fuck, that's a real simple one. In fact, I've got a lot of people who've stumbled across it because they're asking questions like, Hey, how do you, how do you do a one man podcast or whatever? Things like that. And they end up, um, they end up stumbling across mine because the words just work out properly. So, um, think, consider that not to, not to, to try to throw a wrench in your creative gears, but just, uh, if, if that podcast is already out there, which it is, you may want to consider a different, um, a different name. And you're saying, not sure if once I get this thing going, you'd want to collaborate. Well, I'm not 20 something, so I'm not very useful to you in talking about what it's like to be 20. I can tell you what I remember of my twenties. I started stand up in my twenties, but, um, but I'm, I'm always up for collaboration. I mean, again, shoot me an email or let's chat, you know, and see what, uh, let's chat and see what you want to do with yourself there. Um, but yeah, you don't have to offer me any services or anything like that. Like I just, you know, my listeners are out there and if you ask questions, I'll answer them. So, um, I, uh, I look forward to, to talking with you and I hope that some of the information I gave you helped. As I said, please feel free to, uh, to come to that party on Saturday. Every one of my listeners, each and every one of you, if we've never met and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Come have a drink, have some food. Let's have conversations. Meet some of these people that I'm talking about. Come, come meet me. Um, I, I'd love to meet you guys and show you a little gratitude for, you know, you being there every week and listening, you know? So, um, as I said, if you want to come and you're like, well, how do I send me an email contact at one man podcast.com and I will send you the address to come to. Um, and it's not a prank. You're not going to end up in the middle of field somewhere, no party. You'll, you'll be here having drinks with us crazy lunatics. So, um, you know, like I said, bring a friend if you want, if you're worried, um, uh, you know, not try to try to lure. We are right in the middle of the, the city. So, um, Come, come, it'll be a good time. Um, and that's the, uh, that's the podcast this week, guys. So, um, you know, thank you to my sponsors, portablepress.com, absolutecomedy.ca, summersbdk.com slash CA. Um, I appreciate all of you guys being there. And as always, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, check out all the fun stuff that we got going on. I appreciate you guys being out there every single week. I look forward to talking to you again soon. And I hope to see you at the end of the world party on Saturday. Talk to you soon, guys. Thanks. Thanks.